You're listening to Draw Knives, a Top Chef recap podcast with your host, Bernard and Nadia. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Draw Knives podcast. I'm Bernard. I'm Nadia. And we're here to get into episode 10 of Top Chef World All-Stars. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just start off by saying this is a good episode. Uh, it was. I think it was a really good episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Challenging. For, very challenging. And but I've fun got to lots watch. Of thoughts, but yeah. um, so it starts, it's funny, it starts off with Amar and Ali just laying in bed together, <laughs> which I'm not trying to say anything weird about this. No. I think it's funny because they're clearly in like a, a, a bromance, a bromance, but also like in a hotel where it's like mm-hmm. in a hotel. It's like awkward. To, I'm sure the cameraman, there's like a guy with the camera. Sure. There's like four or five people in this room and they're like, ah, look, just guys lay casually. Yeah. Just chat yeah. like friends on a bed. But I do love, I love their dynamic. I love watching their friendship. There's something very like, I don't know, like, like Bert and Ernie about that. If, 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 if Food Network really wants to like take it up a notch, they should, they should already have these two on a, on a call. Oh, for sure. For, for like a show that they yeah. gather. Cause I just, yeah. like, I, I just want the two of them to like go on food adventures together because they are mm-hmm. delightful. Yeah, really funny great. and lovely. And I love these friendships that get born out of a shared experience like Top Chef, where it's like there's only a handful of people in the world that can really understand what they're going through. Mm-hmm. And to go through with one specific with several people, but becoming like I think these two are actually like gonna be very good friends. I think so too. I think like so I got too. the impression that like, you know, I don't think uh, for example, like Tom is someone who's going to have like lifelong friendships. Friendships out of this experience? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Probably but not. I do feel like the 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 difference is that it's going to be um uh these two are very very close. Yeah. Um okay, so it starts off with them on the bed, they're talking about sort of like the challenges and you know, we're now at really towards the end of this show. You know, we're coming up on it. Um it's the first thing we get into we get into the kitchen Quick file challenge. Um, we find out that the guest chef is Tom Brown. He's chef owner of Cornerstone in England. Um, their quick file challenge, they walk in and it's just a bunch of preserved fish. Kipper, is it kippers? Kippers, that's what you call Kippers, yeah. Exactly. Kippers. Um, and, you know, when you smoke or dry fish or preserve fish in any way, it's obviously designed to, you know, lengthen the... Um, the life of the mm-hmm. product, right? Not just fish with anything you preserve. Um, but it also um, is not something that, because it's not fresh anymore, a lot of chefs have never used it on a regular basis. And like, how do yeah. you? So they're tasked with making a dish with preserved fish. Um, before we get into the specifics of the, this challenge, I'm curious, uh, Buddha, he mm-hmm. decides to do a seafood carbonara, which I, I have thoughts on, but I want to ask Nadia, thoughts on cheese and fish, which is like kind of the base. No, no, for a lot of. Well, especially in Italy, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, cheese and fish. Yeah. I don't, I have to say, I don't mind it. It doesn't, it doesn't, like the idea of it is certainly not revolting to me. Sure, Sure. But it really depends, you know, on the fish and the cheese. Sure. Um, I certainly couldn't see like blue cheese with sure almost no, no, no. Anything, it depends on you know? what cheese it is yeah. and what fish yeah. i mean but yeah it does not like i don't know like if you put um i don't know and so i could certainly see cases of like shrimp with like a cheesy or like a crab dip right that's exactly melted yeah 
whatever yeah. cheddar cheese or whatever it is with crap. Yeah. yeah. And that's delicious, right? And no one yeah. in Maryland bats two eyes about and yeah. they have fish all the time. I think it's really, I mean, like with anything, um, it's all about execution and like proportions and stuff. For sure. And texture. But I don't, I don't have like an instinct of like that's that sounds awful. Like just yeah. on on its uh, at its core, the idea of cheese and fish together is not awful. So what they do, they all kind of run up and they grab their their um, their fishes. Uh, Buddha decides to make a seafood carbonara, which I will just say I'm a big carbonara fan. I think people who listen to this podcast know mm-hmm. carbonara is like my go-to dish. Mm-hmm. I don't like <laughs> when people do say like carbonara and then it's not it's not carbonara carbonara like it is not I, it's not um not just carbonara it's not um uh it's it's not even evocative of carbonara mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like it's you're just saying carbonara because it has like it has loose elements that yes yes i don't like that like <laughs> I, I i appreciate that thought i feel like i would have what what he did um i feel like i would have loved to have tasted it and i'm sure, it sure. Was delicious but yeah maybe it's a, it's yeah a, it's ma- like it's a labeling issue for me, yes yes right like i think that like if he just goes like cachoe pepe or whatever uh-huh. like, like there's something about like i understand he wants to do like but carbonara first of all the fact that there's no pasta already like you know okay but is onion instead of pasta, which I mean, in any, and in any good carbonara, any Italian would tell you there's no onion, I at all, right? So yes. And already you're, and so like you're you're breaking several things away from like the traditional carbonara definition. You know, no pasta. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only like four ingredients in a carbonara, right? Like there's cheese, egg, pasta, and then a pork product, specifically, usually uh, traditionally guanciale. Sure, and it gets bastardized a lot here, and people add cream milk right. which don't have, like if you're using cream i will tell you like no 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 no, no, no. you need to just do doesn't water. that become an alfredo at that point it becomes an alfredo, but also yeah. like you're using you you need better cheese like mm-hmm. if you whip if you like mix cheese and egg together we're going to whole carbonara conversation here i know it it become it emulsifies into a cheese sauce like you just haven't like people just get they get lazy and they put cream and it's it's far heavier as a result. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Yeah. Um, I, again, I think I'm sure Buddha's dish because Buddha is such a good chef. Um, it was delicious. It's just a labeling issue. It's a labeling correct? issue that you're and having. I feel a, like yeah, you know um, that you have. <laughs> I know for one, I am one who I'm very respectful of the way things get labeled. And also like it sets my perception up for like, it's this thing. Mm-hmm. So like when you, if you mislabel it, it creates me to jump into a comparison with the wrong thing that you should be comparing it to. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Anyway, let's go through the dishes. Yeah. Ali, who uh, does a, a taram salata puree, tomato salad, potatoes, dried scallops, Scandinavian fish, I mean, this dish looked delicious. It's yeah. certainly, yeah. It's um. I mean, he has been showing up the last couple of weeks here. Agreed. Like, this guy is so good. He is definitely for me a dark horse in this competition. Mm-hmm. Um, Victoire did a buckling fish with squash salad and bread. And mm-hmm. The bread was sort of like toasted, so it was like a cracker, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Tom, <laughs> I thought Tom because he's get like because smoked fish i just thought like oh he's gonna crush this this one would think yeah yeah for sure he did a smoked trout milk with chopped potato fish salt 
and smoked a uh, sweet smoked scallops mm-hmm. and the dish looked really nice um uh but uh, anyway my, my point is like i thought i thought for sure like he would end up on the top on the top spoiler yeah. alert he does not he does um gabri did a uh warm endive salad with smoked fish hollandaise and prawn twill um the twill did not turn out as crispy as he wanted it to no got a little um, soggy got soggy amar uh smoked haddock salad with cucumber potato smoked scallop and roasted pepper emulsion he was the only one that provided a raw everyone cooked their all of their and he actually had as that's right yeah a little bit of a um uh raw element so they and they mentioned in their criticism uh or positive feedback that they really like that actually Mm -hmm. um sarah did a smoked fish dip with celery seed toast and sweet hot sauce um this dish looked very pretty and uh she you know she was very right off the top like excited about doing this challenge Mm -hmm. um and then buddha finally he did a onion carbonara with kippers and smoked haddock sauce Okay, so the bottom, Sarah, which you could just see the disappointment in her eyes, and Gabri were on the bottom. Yeah. Um, and that ship really, I, I mean, Gabri, this entire episode, I, I got to tell you, like, I, my anxiety level for him, we're just watching him cook. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it, it's really, like, high. I, I, yeah. Whenever I watch him cook, I just feel like, it's a miracle any food that's up on the plate. There's something about, I don't know if he's just not organized or like, I, I don't understand how anyone can cook in that. He seems a little bit like um, frantic sometimes. Yes. And yes. I think it's because he's like, he's so quick and fast and little. And I think sometimes it it it, it works to his advantage. And sometimes yes. I think it's just like, he just seems crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and the top is Buddha Amar Ali. Um, so Amar wins. Mm-hmm. Kind of surprising. Uh, because I thought Ali would win. Um, but uh, there's no immunity anymore. Sorry, yeah. Amar. Um, they are told that he's going to find out what he's going to get in the next challenge uh, as a benefit for winning mm-hmm. this. But they go to Flor Indica, which is an Indian restaurant with Padma. They meet Asma Khan, who is a chef, the chef owner of Darjeeling Express. Um, she's a huge deal. Uh, Victoire mentions that she actually met Asma on National Carbonara Day, which they didn't, yeah. didn't follow up at all. I have many questions. What what I, National Carbonara Day is? <laughs> I know it's, I looked it up, it's 4-6. It's April 6th, but that's mm. all I know. And I also like, I want to know the context of was it. Yeah, school? what happens? Where were they? Yeah. Um, Okay, so the challenge, so they have like a full meal at, at um, Flora Indica, specifically Tali's, which is, um, how to describe a Tali? Um, um, it's like, uh, because there, it's an Indian meal traditionally served yes. at celebratory uh, events, such as um, a party, wedding, or religious ceremony. Uh, so it's it's this, and everyone, you know, you get this huge platter. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a big deal. Yeah. Always uh, comes with rice. It always comes with rice. Like, um, I think the the idea is that there's like different, it it sort of targets like the different um uh uh taste elements of Ayurvedic yes. cuisine, yes. right? So you have the sweet, the sour, 
something yes salty, and, and they have to represent pungent. that in this. so yeah so, the, so they have this huge meal and they get exposed to what's known as a traditional tali um and then they are tasked with making their own tali right and they're told you can go traditional you can go untraditional it doesn't matter uh as long as it's good some things that are interesting the 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 cucumber cucumber which uh, is a salad of chocolate oh the salad yeah onion uh-huh. and cucumber mm-hmm. which gabri Bray mentions like that's just basically pico de guy <laughs> yes yes funny little things um yeah so anyway the the challenge is to make a tali uh and to have all of the six essential flavors you know, um, sweet, salty, bitter, sour, heat, and pungent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot. And then it's a, so that plate feels big already. And yeah. we're it, and it's, it's a big deal. Um, yeah. So they also mentioned that the queen in this uh, time frame has just passed away. So it's kind of making travel difficult. So the meal will be served in the kitchen of uh, Top Chef. Um, Amar finds out that he gets 30 extra minutes for his quick fire win. Uh, and he mentions that uh, during the cook, how one of his one of the one of his favorite chefs was uh, Floyd Cardo's, mm, yeah. uh, who's the chef at the Tabla, Tabla yeah, and COVID, and he's beloved by many yes. many people. Um, I, I remember eating at Tabla, and I did too. It was very memorable. But um, people just loved him. I just remember. Yes, that. yes. He's he's a really beloved member of the food community. Uh, yeah, and passed there, away and very young. Very young. Yeah, it was surprising. It was, yeah. it wasn't like, oh, he was seventy five. No, no, he no, had no, he's two a very young, young. I think chef. two or three young young children too. Yeah, and Tabla was literally back to back next door to EMP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So it, it's a very um. Uh, popular dish and so amar saying a lot of his inspiration for his particular uh tali is inspired by Floyd cardos mm-hmm. so um just general things about the cook is um i think one of the things we were learning is that uh people have different approaches to the style of energy that they bring to this cook to any cook but it's funny to see people like amar who's sort of they're just a very steadiness to them. Ali is another example of someone. Yeah, Sarah. yeah, uh, yeah. Who is and a Buddha's, little bit more manic. Yeah, uh, but there's like precision always in his yes, in yes. his manicness. Gabri just I like. There's a point where we watch, we see Gabri as he's like plating his dish, his his dish, and he has all the burners on, even if there's nothing. I don't know if you saw. <laughs> All the burners are off. There's like that's, seven burners. They're that all seems on. like he very no, appropriate for him, though. He's just like he on just the like, ready, wow. you know. He's on the ready. He's got to be ready. He would get fired in so many mission start restaurants <laughs> as a result of this. But like, I was just like struck by like he doesn't even want to take off the burner. He just want to turn it like he doesn't even want to responsibly turn it off. He's just like I'm just gonna leave it <laughs> off. Who cares? Um, okay, so let's go through the dishes. Amar he does again because he had 30 minutes. Or he starts off by saying like, "Listen, I, I have not ever cooked Indian food. So this, you know, which is always like either that's really great or it's awful." Mm-hmm. Uh, he did uh, uh, lentils with fenugreek for his pungent and bitter, uh, stone fruit chutney for sweet. Uh, shrimp and crab curry for heat, green mango raita for sour, uh, basmati rice with nigella seeds for salty, and tandoori sweetbreads for bitter. 
They loved loved it. Loved it. And he was really smart. I mean, I think he used a lot of his 30, not a lot of his 30 minutes, but he did take his time, like just tasting everything because he wasn't familiar with the flavors. And that was great. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, this is a culmination of kind of the perfect answer of how to adjust a challenge if you've never done this. Yeah. Yeah. You need to just sort of like taste the flavors, let it sort of sit in your head and, and, you know, uh, yeah. And so much of Tali and, is like, it's all about balance. And yes, so without, yes. if you don't know what anything tastes like, you can't possibly, you know, create balance. So having the reference point from the day before is mm-hmm. helpful for them, but you really do need sort of like, you need to see your, they need to see you in this. Right. right? And so, you know, um, I think that they did it with Amar. Uh, he did a great job. Uh, Ali was next. Saffron rice for salty. Pungent was uh, yellow lentil dal bitter was eggplant curry heat was and pungent were beef tandoori right the sweet um sweet sour is mango chutney they liked ali's as well and they said the they rice, loved it the, best yeah. rice the mango they chutney they loved yeah, yeah. what a great really, start like those two and you think like oh this is gonna be good yeah i again i always get nervous when we start strong yeah yeah of course yeah <laughs> right um buddha who it mentions on several occasions that the last time he cooked uh-huh. for Padma, it was a disaster and he was on the bottom. Yeah. Um, he has a rough cook, um, in particular, the rice. Uh, but let's go through his dish. Um, he had sour, which is chana dal with tamarind. The salty pungent was shrimp, um, uh, called wada. The bitter was snow peas with methi. Sweet sour heat was date and tamarind chutney. Uh, heat pungent was chicken karai and the sweet mango saffron coconut pudding. They loved the mango saffron coconut pudding. They did, yeah. I think um, the big issue with him was just the rice. The rice is, was just not. I mean, he can't over. Like, yeah, many rice before, so I used more water and I strained it. Yeah, he was like, I haven't messed rice up since I was like twenty. Um, but just messing rice up on in tali is like you can't overlook that. <laughs> like he knew instantly. He's mm-hmm. like, unless someone, yeah screws up bigger than me i'm i'm not feeling he yeah. was already like before they even got to the challenge the judge's table he's like if i'm gonna have to fight myself back into this challenge with through last year's mm-hmm. um so victoire you know we don't really see victoire much during the uh cook um but you we get to her as she's plating and it's um it's crazy because victoire she's like the the, the rice is wrong right yeah like the rice is with saffron for the salty, lamb with coriander for heat, yogurt with mango for sweet, pungent was onion and cucumber salad with coriander, bitter was okra with moringa, and sour was red lentil dal. Um, you know, Victoria had mentioned in a previous episode that she doesn't really like so, uh, spicy. Spice. This was, again, yeah, also again, when they were eating at the um, at Flora Indica. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so that's a real negative here um for her and also you know i think one of the things i liked about this this challenge beyond uh it's like such a specific thing to the area that they're in right like england mm-hmm. is this is one that like everyone loves you know mm-hmm. food in england yeah. it's, it's a staple element to um the uh culinary landscape there yeah so i think the, I, I feel like i read somewhere that chicken tikka masala is like considered the the English national dish, you yeah. 
Right. And it was made. I think it was. I. I think we were rating somewhere that it was actually made sort of by accident. Yes, in a in an Indian restaurant in in London. Like they added yeah. yogurt to a dish because yeah, it was hot and they, like they sent it out and then everyone was like, people loved it. Yeah, they loved it. Yeah, like, I guess they like, yeah, yeah. Um, I love stuff like that. Where I know. Like kind of Happy accident. End up becoming uh-huh. like. That's um, right. Tom uh, is next. Sweet, salty, pungent, spiced rice, coriander, heat chutney for heat sour is dal salty is kadi uh, koshi bimir, uh, beer um, uh-huh. bittersweet is chicken masala and sweet is gajar kahalwa they didn't really have a lot to say about tom it's clear that he didn't do great but he also didn't do terribly he did no. i think from a technical perspective pretty well um He's yeah. definitely the middle here, it felt like. I he- think they liked the halwa and they were impressed that he even, you know, attempted to do something like that in the limited yes. time that they had. Yeah, this is a dish. This is a challenge that I would have assumed Tom would have maybe struggled with, mainly because it it lacks a um, technical expertise that he's so craved. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I was talking to him, I was watching this with my mother. Um, and she, I was like, the thing with Indian food is there's so much that's, there's no, like the color is like so monochromatic, so monochromatic, right? Like it's all, yeah. so it isn't tweezery, right? And Tom and Buddha are tweezery chefs. Um, they have, then they, and they have shown they have the ability to do the other thing, but they're not definitely not as comfortable as say Sarah or Amar in terms that's of That's like, a really, yeah, that's a really good point. And I think something about like Indian food and especially like Thali and Ayurvedic cuisine that it's so it's more emotional in a way. And that sure. like, you know, in Ayurveda, they always say that you're supposed to cook with love. Um, right. Certainly not tweezers. <laughs> right, right. I, the thing is like, I'm sure that you can do both. But yeah, in this, yes. this was specifically mm-hmm. like, just the way that they wanted you to plate it. And, you know, there was all these like restrictions in that way. So, you know, uh, Gabri was next. And Gabri, as we mentioned, really had a rough cook. And the way that it edited, it made me feel like Gabri was almost assuredly going home. He had same, pungent, or at least I was pretty sure he'd be, you know, on very, the bottom of the yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so pungent was tamarind and orange chutney. Sour was green mango, cucumber, and passion fruit salsa. Bitter was scallops with uh, encacho. I think it's a, it's a peanut sauce. I yes, forget, yes. I can't remember how you yeah. pronounce Sweet it. Sweet was a coconut tamale. Sweet heat was rice with turmeric, cinnamon, and salty was fried aubergine. Um, they did not love this plate. However, they really liked, what is it they liked? I can't remember which one of the, uh, really I think the it was salsa? the, was the it green mango cucumber passion yeah, salsa. I think they so. They really, really liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it ends up being the, sort of the, um, the, the thing that saves him. The thing that saves mm-hmm. him uh, in the end. And Salty, uh, sorry, um, Sarah was last. And Sarah, you know, she's always trying to like, force every challenge to go through the prism of southern cuisine uh for <laughs> comfort level as also for confidence right yeah um and when she was plating it's so funny seeing gabri plate and it just felt like he was gonna be drenched in sweat and like i just am never confident he's gonna actually plate everything yeah um oh we had mentioned we failed to mention that buddha failed to put one of the things oh the that's right he, on padma's i think padma, padma was missing up which the, out of all the people that you're gonna chicken or something i know right uh, you're already like, feeling like padma's not gonna like your food and then yeah you're nervous about that and then on an on an indian it's like it's not a good move mm-hmm. um so so going back to sarah uh salty was dirty rice um which i love dirty rice me too me too um she did it with lamb uh lamb stock um 
Pungent was Tamarind Doll. Heat was Spice Cauliflower. Sour Pungent was Thunder and Lightning. Sweet was Buttermilk Raita. And Bitter was per Persimmon Chutney. They really liked this this um, this plate. Yeah. Uh, the, the top ended up being Amar, Sarah, and Ali. Uh, and Amar ends up pulling out the win. I think the 30 minutes extra really helped him sort of re reformat how he wanted to approach this menu. And um, really excellent. Mm -hmm. uh, the bottom was Buddha, Gabri, and Victoire. Mm -hmm. Buddha is just like assuming he's going to go home. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> he has no, he had no uh, confidence whatsoever. Um, but Victoire, at least Gabri had the salsa that that went over well, and Buddha had the dessert that went over well. Yeah, just did not yeah. have any dishes that were good enough. Yeah, to be memorable, and so mm -hmm. she gets eliminated. She ends up going to LCK. Um, and going up against Charbel. Mm -hmm. And they're given 30 minutes to prepare dishes, incorporating three of the six uh, Ayurveda taste profiles mm -hmm. sweet, sour, mm -hmm. salty, bitter, pungent, and stringent. They draw knives. Charbel gets uh, salty, sour, pungent. Victoire gets sweet, bitter, and astringent. Charbel does a uh, Chilean sea bass with spicy spinach, sauteed mushrooms, and citrus relish. Um, Victoire does uh, radicchio trevisano confit with red onion and fruit reduction. That does look weird. Um, it was weird, but I will was, say it was the got, most confident we have ever seen Victoire cook in a kitchen. Uh, true, true. And also I was she, like, got, she, she got stuck with three of the, the, the like, bitter. Yeah, yeah, I mean, sweet is fine, but bitter and astringent, that's tough. And then sweet. Like, how do you get? Yeah, come, like, yeah. and then you got to put it all together. Exactly. I mean, I think for level of, I feel like you kind of have to grade on a curve in a way. Because mm, yeah. hers is so much harder than his. Um, I agree, hundred um, percent. I mean, I'm glad that, was, that he stayed in. You know, yeah. At, at, it was very clear that it was very close. Yeah, uh, like way closer than Tom was really expecting. Um, yeah. Victoire's was so out of the box. Um, mm -hmm. that ended up really, like Charbel, just he just had to hit a you know. Yeah, I mean, he, he made something very classic in a way, yeah. Yeah. and she like what she made was was um, crazy, but also like. I I just I would not have known what to do with with with. I with, would have just been like I would have spent fifteen minutes being like being, screwed. Yeah, <laughs> like how do I put bitter and sweet and astringent together? Like, like two of those that? would have been interesting. Yeah, all three is like what are we mm -hmm. do. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was a really difficult um, challenge, and but I was really happy that like you know I always feel like if you get eliminated on a dish you feel confident with. Then it feels less bitter. Like it feels not to get specifically, you know, like the reference, the, but it feels less bitter for sure. Yeah. Um, and it was very clear that even though she lost, she's like, I'm happy with, go if I'm going to go home on the dish I like, then it's fine. Yeah. So when you get eliminated in a dish where you're like, I know I could have done something better and I screwed up. This was not that. Um, so Victoire's out. Charbel's almost back into the competition. I think he has one more to go. I think he might, he might make it. I gotta tell you. He's, so, he's such a strong cook. Such a strong cook. And I will tell you, I think that. If I were to look at Charbel along with the rest of the competition mm -hmm. in the competition, I think it's like Buddha or Charbel are going to win. I just or I mean, and really? Ali, and I, I like, I, yeah, I mean, for sure, I feel like I, Buddha and Ali are going are going to be in the finals. I just like don't see <laughs> yeah, exactly. any other way around it. And yeah. I could certainly see Charbel up there, too. So next week they are doing Wellingtons. Oh, yeah, I don't know boy. If Beef Wellingtons. Mm. They are paired up and it's a double elimination. Hey. Which I'm always like, oh no. 
Oh no. Oh, yeah. Oh no. Is not oh, good. Um, and Buddha got Gabri, which does not feel like a good. No. That does not feel like a, like a good uh, vibe. I don't know. Like it could, it could work, but it, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah it feels not so. Well, anyway. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Next week. Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, to go home. To go yeah. home is going to be. Yeah. Well, so two will end up in Last Chance Kitchen and then one will make it back. Yes. After next week? Yes. Or, okay. I think next week is the finale of LCK. Of, okay. Got it. All right. I think that's how it is because I, yes. I think that's yeah. what Tom, Tom Colicchio that's said. What, yeah. That's what he's trying to indicate. Like, yeah. So three chefs who compete to get back in for one yeah. spot. Uh, that's going to be great. And it'll be one of those things where there'll be like a two-parter. The second, mm. they'll eliminate one in the first part. And then the second part, they'll eliminate a second, but they won't tell us until yeah, the next right. episode of the real show. It's like a crazy thing. Um, all right, Nadia. All right. Talk soon. Amazing. Bye. Bye. You can show your love for the Draw Knives podcast with a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can also share this on social media or send this episode to the top chef fans and foodies in your life.